Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Thick Fit Fitness Podcast. This is Hannah Polly here. And Courtney Jones. Thank you guys for joining in on that, this podcast. So we're super excited um, to be going over the topic of under eating. So this is something that is very, very common in a lot of women that we see that come to us for coaching or just general like nutrition advice is the number one thing is most women are under eating and not fueling their body properly. So we thought that this would be a fantastic topic to talk to you guys about, um, and to just bring awareness around this because in the world that we live in, the diet culture that we live in, I feel like I've said this multiple times before, but we're just taught that we should under eat and eat as little food as possible. We should not eat carbs. Um, we should do a crap ton of cardio in order to achieve, you know, the goals that we want to and lose body fat. Um, and and that's just not the case. So we want to kind of talk about that and go over that and how, under eating can actually be super detrimental to your health, but also keeping you further away from getting to your, you know, goals of weight loss or building muscle or just living a healthier um, lifestyle or wanting to be toned in that sense or whatever your goal may be, how under eating can actually, you know, keep you further away from reaching that goal. So, you know, first kind of just want to touch on how, you know, the, the physical side effects of under eating can affect, you know, your body and your body goals. So for one, um, obviously the most important part is our metabolism, right? So most people don't understand that our metabolism is affected by the environment that we create for it. So that means the food that you're consuming, the activity that you're doing, the stress that you're, um, you know, the stress that you have in your life, the lack of sleep that you have in your life as well. So the metabolism side of things is affected by those things, but also the nutrition side of things. So nutrition is huge on this aspect. Um, So if we are not eating enough food to fuel our metabolism and to keep our metabolism firing at an optimal level, it's going to be really hard to be able to, um, you know, lose the weight that we want to lose because our metabolism is very adaptive, right? So if we under eat, um, for a significant amount of time, our metabolism adapts to that environment. So it adapts to that lower um, calorie intake energy via or AKA energy. Um, It adapts to that lower energy that you are, you know, introducing your body to or continually under eating. Um, And that's where we're going to see a lot of issues with the metabolism side of things. So if you've ever heard the statement, like my metabolism just isn't what it used to be, or it just doesn't work properly anymore. um, Or it used to be a lot faster when I was younger, but that's essentially because normally you were probably eating way more than you are now as an adult, because your life gets busier, stress, stress gets higher. Um, Bear with me. Like I can't talk today, Um, but stress gets higher and you know, you, get a lot busier and you don't eat like you used to when you were younger, when your parents, you know, fed you breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snacks throughout your day. Um, that's when your metabolism was higher. And obviously you were moving, you were more active. Maybe you played sports, things like that. Um, so those things start, start to like decline as you get older. And then we start to, you know, not eat as much or overeat, but are less active. Um, so lots of things there that affect our metabolism health, um, in that sense as well. Yeah, no, for sure. And I like how you brought up that about, 
you know, as kids, we were always running around and like our parents were always like, did you eat? Did you eat? You know, and at the time as kids, you're like, oh my gosh, mom, yes, I've eaten. But like, that's so important now, you know? <laughs> now I'm like, oh, thanks mom for, you know, keeping my metabolic health in check there. <laughs> um, and again, like, like Courtney said, just with like your metabolic health, this is everything. This is something that is like, it's looked at from such a wrong perspective. Like Courtney said, you know, people think that their metabolism gets, it's broken. Like, you know, I, I can't tell, I cannot even count how many times I've heard that, like, you know, my metabolism is broken or like, you know, it's, it's slow. Cause I'm older, but it's really, it's just what it is. It's just the effect of like, again, your daily lifestyle habits that you put into it over the years. Um, and like Courtney said, the metabolism is adaptive. So you guys may have seen, you know, you guys see these all the time, these fad diets, these, you know, quick fix pills, the one in particular, you know, this could be a whole nother topic we can talk about, but um, Adapex, which is, you know, it's like a pill prescribed, people call it a fat pill. So you guys may have heard of it that way. So what it is, it's pretty much a pill that speeds you up. So what it does is it pretty much speeds you up. It suppresses your appetite. You take it for like eight weeks. So you don't eat pretty much for eight weeks. So, you know, most people think, oh my gosh, I'm losing weight, but you're losing weight because you're not eating, which is going to cause tons of wreckage on your body and, you know, metabolic health down the road. So what that does, you know, when you stop taking the pill eight weeks later, sure, you've lost some weight, but also your metabolism has adapted to not eating anything. So when you start eating like a normal human again, because you don't have that pill speeding you up, which you should be eating anyway, <laughs> you are going to gain all that weight right back. And if not more, because again, your metabolism has adapted to barely eating. So that's why that happens. If you have experienced that, or like you've tried to eat super low calorie, it, it doesn't last long because your body needs more than that, you know? So that's why that happens when you start eating again, like a normal person, you just gain that weight back so quickly and usually more because your, your metabolic health is, you know, it's not damaged, but it's, it's, it's adapted to what you've put into it. Um, so that's like, a, gosh, we could do like a whole other call on this topic. I feel like, um, but that's really scary because again, like so with metabolic things like that, sometimes those types of things do take a long time to reverse, you know, like Courtney said, we've, we've worked, most of our clients come to us, they're not eating enough. We have to like help them, you know, slowly eat adequately, you know, to get to a point where they're able to go into a weight loss phase or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but there's also like, you know, some other really scary, <laughs> really scary, you know, um, effects of under eating on your body. You know, I mean, people don't think about this, but in terms of like, you know, it, it weakens your heart muscles. So like you guys may have heard of this as well. It's called it's like starvation mode where like, you know, if you just, if you under eat too much, your body, it's, it's almost like it goes into this, it's called like starvation where it tries to protect itself with doing this. Like it's affecting your blood pressure. I mean, it's affecting like how your heart is functioning. Like, and, and to save you all the science like lesson here, like it's, it's very, very hard on your heart when you are under eating and not getting enough nutrients, you're making your heart overwork, um, and not giving enough nutrients and giving your whole body enough nutrients as well. Um, like I said, that could be a whole nother topic as well, but to save you the boring science lesson there, whenever you hear weak, weakened heart muscles, that's scary. I mean, that, and this is like real life as well. Um, because again, when you aren't eating enough, getting enough nutrients, like you are doing so much damage on your hormonal and metabolic health. So as far as hormonal health, I mean, that goes all along too with infertility and this is, you know, really sad. And this is something that I never want any woman to experience is, you know, infertility, but it is really common. And we're not saying that every under eating issue, you know, not every infertility issue is caused by under eating. Obviously there's other like factors there. But, you know, this is a main factor of, you know, if someone doesn't get enough nutrients and chronic under eating for a long period of time, typically they will have wreckage on their hormone health, 
um, and which causes infertility. And that's, you know, that's really sad and really scary. And, you know, no woman ever wants to go through that who plans to have kids. So, um, you know, these, and like I said, there's details in terms of like how it affects your hormones, which we could do a whole nother call on, <laughs> but it's, it's really, really scary. And like, these are, you know, real life things that are happening and, you know, it all ties hand in hand. We're going to continue to go over, you know, the physical side effects and the behavioral side effects, even with like hormonal imbalances, you know, you'll notice hair loss. You'll notice, you know, your skin changing, you know, maybe even early aging, um, as well, which no woman, I mean, no woman wants to experience that. And I've seen that firsthand. I have had clients come to me where they had a long history of like way under chronic under eating and they were experiencing hair loss, you know, their skin, like their complexion was just not glowy like it should be you know what I mean they were they were facing all of these really really like detrimental physical um side effects which is obviously wrecking havoc not only on their overall health but like their mental health as well so yeah it's just really scary and of course there's like you know there's some more physical side effects and later on we're going to go to the behavioral like psychological side effects but like as I'm talking about this like this is scary <laughs> but this is real life like this is like this really happens to people and this like under eating is just it's not talked about enough yeah I think the the world that we live in as well is like, we're just not taught enough about like food and we're not taught enough about nutrition. And honestly, this is something that I say all the time. I'm like, why the hell did we not learn about this in school? Like, this is one of the most like important things to be a healthy human being in your life and to actually like thrive and to be successful is to like take care of your body. Um, and so it's so crazy to me that like, we're, we were never taught about macronutrients or micronutrients or calories, like in general, um, and just how important they are. And so, you know, the emphasis that we want to put here is that, yeah, calories are calories. Like they, you know, help you lose weight, gain weight, whatever it may be. But ultimately your health is way more important than anything. And we have to learn to understand that food is fuel for our body. And it's not just for the aspect of like gaining weight or losing weight. And so, and so many times we just think about like, oh, like I'm just eating too much. So I'm gaining weight. So I need to stop eating so much when the perspective actually is you're eating too much, you know, of the wrong types of foods that you're gaining excess body fat and you're feeling like crap, you have low energy, you're not sleeping that well, your stress is really high. So it's just a combination of all of these things when in reality, it's like, we just need to look at your lifestyle and make changes and and make healthier um, choices for our overall health. But ultimately with nutrition specifically um, and the foods that we consume, I always like to say food is medicine for the body because it is like we could not be alive if we did not eat calories, which comes from the foods that we consume, right? So like, if we don't eat that food that we need to live, like we die, it's just like food. So it's just like famine, right? If you get stuck in the woods and you know, you can starve to death, like that's a real thing. And so I don't think people think about it in that sense of like, food actually keeps you alive and keeps your body like functioning. Same thing with water. Like every human, we all need food and we all need water. Like that is our main source of survival. Um, and I don't think a lot of people think of food that way nowadays, like, and 
in order to fuel our body and to obviously achieve the results that we want to achieve, like physically, we have to take care of our internal health first. We have to take care of our, um, you know, of our insides first. So we have to take care of our brain. We have to take care of our heart. We have to take care of our hormones. Um, we have to take care of our organs, all of those things in combination stem from our day-to-day lifestyle, but also the foods that we consume every day. Um, so it is very scary if you don't think about it in the sense of like, food is fuel for your body. And if I don't fuel my body properly, if I don't give it the nutrients and the foods that it needs, I can't experience hair loss or dry skin or, um, you know, anemia or infertility or hormone issues. Like I can't tell you how many women we get who have hormonal issues because of their unhealthy lifestyle, but also the way that they eat and the way that they treat their bodies with stress, um, and and lack of sleep, right? Like, and I think again, with the concept of the world that we live in of like, you know, we just have to go, go, go. And as a woman, we have to do everything possible and it's always on us. And, you know, we just live highly stressed life, especially if you have kids and you're married and you just have a family or a household to take care of, you know, you have all this additional stress kind of on top of you. Um, and so it's important to remember, Remember that like you still have to take care of you to be able to show up the best that you can, which this could be like a whole nother podcast within itself. Um, but you still have to show up the best that you can show up for yourself or show up for yourself. So that way you can show up the best that you can for your family and things like that. But all of those added stressors on top of you and trying to do it all, um, is ultimately another big side effect of having those issues there and having hormonal issues and just, you know, we're so busy. We forget to eat throughout our day. So we eat like a little rabbit and we just snack and we eat foods here or there. You just take a couple bites of your kid's food, um, you know, as you're making them food, but you don't take care of yourself and you don't make yourself a meal during that time. Um, and so that's one of the most common things that we see with women that come to us is just the hormonal issue side of things, which is causes another whole cascade of issues, um, because all of these things are intertwined together. So nutrition and activity and your just daily lifestyle in general are all correlated with your overall health. Um, and so you can see a correlation in the world that we live in now of like obesity and health issues. Like those are those go in intertwined together. Like if you live a healthy lifestyle, yeah, maybe you might have some like health issues, but they're more so managed, um, when you do live a healthier lifestyle or that that person doesn't have any health issues because they do take care of their body and they fuel, fuel their body properly. But that was very long winded, but it's so important just to remember that you have to fuel your body you have to be giving your body enough of the food and nutrients that it needs. And when it comes to under eating, and if you actually have a physique goal that you want to reach, if it's losing body fat, building muscle, getting more toned, like whatever it may be that your goal is, you cannot do those things if you don't take care of yourself internally first. And, and you have to make sure that you're eating enough food to fuel your body like properly. I think we should kind of touch on too, like how our body actually burns calories. Like it doesn't burn calories just from exercise, but it burns calories like throughout our entire day. And so again, that might be another podcast that we make in terms of like 
how our body actually burns calories every day and like why we need to be eating enough food, but your body is essentially burning calories all day, every day, just to keep you alive, to keep your brain and your organs functioning. Um, along with all the other things that you do throughout your day, any activity that you do, any movement that you do, any job that you do, um, all of those things, like you're burning calories throughout your day. Yeah, for sure. And you know, that's such a good point to touch on because a lot of people think, and I actually talked about this in my story the other day about, you know, what's eating like, oh, I ate this. So I need to go work out to burn this off. And again, I think we could totally do a whole other call on this, you know, episode on this in terms of like how, like how your body actually is burning calories throughout the day. It's like, you know, we're actually burning the least amount of calories typically when we're training. (laughs) Um, But this also goes hand in hand with like, you know, you have to think, gosh, like if you're not eating enough just to, you know, as I like to say, keep the lights on in your body, you know what I mean? Like your body needs a certain amount of calories each day to keep functioning just, you know, normally. Um, but you have to think too, like, how do you expect to execute your workouts properly when you're not eating enough? You know what I mean? Like it all, t- it's really all ties hand in hand. So, you know, obviously nutrition is important. Workouts are important, but you have to be eating adequately, not only for all these things we've already talked about, but also to really be able to execute your workouts and really, really push and challenge yourself. Like that's how you're going to see the changes in your physique and your lifestyle. And, you know, that's how you're going to reach your body goals. Now you have to think if you're barely eating, you know, you're under eating, you're not sleeping. Cause again, all these things are going to tie hand in hand, you know, you get to the gym, it's late, you know, you're tired and you just kind of half, you know, half-ass a workout. That's, that's really not going to get you anywhere because, and that's something that's, you know, it's really common because sometimes we're just going to the gym, you know, because we're supposed to, but we're not thinking, oh, you know, not fueling our workout properly. So it just, it all goes hand in hand and it's, it's crazy. You'll notice such a difference when you start to eat adequately, like not even just like in your workouts, you'll notice a huge change, but also in your mood and how you perceive life. Like literally Courtney, I talk about this all the time. Like we wake up feeling good. I mean, 99% of the time, <laughs> because again, we're, we're on it with our nutrition, you know, we're, we're, we're nourishing our body of what it needs. Um, you know, we're getting enough sleep and we're just taking care of ourselves. So that's why we're like, so passionate about this. We're like, we, like every woman should feel like this, you know, <laughs> we shouldn't be tired and dragging and, you know, having a half ounce of workouts every single day. Like it should be the total opposite. Um, and you know, with this too, it just, it takes such a toll on us mentally as well, you know, under eating. Um, like, like I said, it all goes hand in hand when you start to notice these physical side effects of under eating, you know, let's say exhaustion, you know, you're not able to execute your workout you know, hair loss, even, I mean, these are like extreme, like from chronic under eating, but this happens like, you know, it's a common thing. You start noticing, you know, changes in your confidence. You won't feel as confident. You'll have low self-esteem, which obviously, as we all know, in our society today, it's like, it's just, you know, low self-esteem, unfortunately is really, really common. It's so sad. And, you know, it's something that can be changed. Like not every woman should have low self-esteem. I know that like, I feel that the media puts it out there and, you know, a lot of like younger women are comparing themselves to what they see on social media. But when you're like focused on yourself and your goals and you're taking care of yourself, I promise you that like, you don't feel the need to compare yourself anymore. You just get to that point. That could be a whole other topic. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked here. I get, I'm getting all fired up. (laughs) Um, But like I I said, like, Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think I like to think about it like as a revolving door as well. So like your nutrition, your sleep, your stress, your daily movement, your um, like training, cardio, whatever, like it's a revolving door. Each one of them support one another. Right. So like if one of them is out of whack, 
then normally that's going to affect something else. And you could also think about it in like an orchestra, right? Someone that plays instruments, like if one person and their, their like instrument is off or they're playing wrong, it throws off the whole sound. And so it's the same instance when it comes to these key aspects of nutrition and your day-to-day lifestyle and nutrition or not nutrition, sorry, water and training um, and, and stress and sleep. All of those things are a revolving door. So if one thing is off, the rest are not going to, um, you know, aren't going to fall into place. And just like an orchestra, one of those is off, like it's not going to function or sound the same, but if we can learn how to manage all of these things, like our revolving door is going to work perfectly. Um, and our orchestra is going to like play perfectly. Those are just analogies to think about, but, um, it also too, with like, you know, signs too of like, if you don't know if you're under eating as well, like if you're like, I don't know if I'm under eating, like, I don't know if I'm eating enough food. Some signs of this is obviously these things, these things that we mentioned are on a more kind of like upscale level, but also just some things that you can notice in your day-to-day life is like, if you have intense cravings on a consistent basis, um, if you have a low sex drive, so like your sex drive is kind of just like non-existent. Maybe it was like there before, um, And then also like you're constantly like irritable or like annoyed by people um, in that sense, like poor sleep as well, or you're like restless when you um, are sleeping at night. So you're not sleeping great. There's also like mental fogginess of, you know, when you're having, um, you know, you just feel like you just don't have that sharpness or that brain, um, you know, function that you maybe did before. And so you just feel always mentally foggy, just trying to do things. Um, you also get sick frequently because your immune system down regulates if you're not fueling your body the way it needs to be fueled. Um, ultimately, like if you're cold all the time, that's another great sign that you're under eating is if you're always cold, um, because again, you're not fueling your body properly. And then like also headaches and lightheadedness. So this can pertain to like your training as well. Like if you're not eating around your training or fueling your, your body properly for workouts and things like that, you're going to feel very like exhausted and fatigue and just like lightheaded during those as well. So those are just some, you know, some things to think about in your day to day of like where you could notice, like where under eating might be playing a role into your lifestyle and having those symptoms. And by eating enough food, you can refrain from having those things and, you know, making sure that you're filling your body properly. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, as well, I like how you touched on like, you know, these are just things that you could literally notice in your day to day. And these are things that like, literally, I swear within a few days, typically, our clients are like, oh my gosh, I feel so good just from a few days of eating enough, getting enough nutrients, literally adding in some more water, you know, everyone starts in a different place. But it's just amazing. Like, like Courtney said earlier, like food really is like, you know, the best medicine in my opinion it's just crazy how it can change you know just like your mental clarity as well um something else that made me think of as well is you know just with like you guys are probably experiences that you know um those of you who are listening like if you ever go all day without eating like Courtney was talking about earlier you know it's so easy to get busy with work busy with kids whatever it may be and you're like oh my gosh I haven't eaten all day so typically when that happens you're typically going to be starving by the end of the day you get home and you, and you binge eat. Um, and you know, obviously with binge eating, typically I always like to compare it to like a drunk hungry or like, um, you know, where you're not going to make the best choices because you know, you've had a long day you're probably exhausted, you're stressed, you're starving. 
typically when you get home, you are just going to grab and reach for any and everything. You're not going to typically say, okay, I'm going to sit down and eat like a nutritious meal. Typically you're just eating chips, eating whatever is easiest to grab, which again, you know, that's not necessarily fueling our body. And that also creates a really bad, like psychological behavioral, I guess, impact on us from binge eating because, you know, you get home, you're starving because you haven't eaten all day. You know, you're under eating throughout the day. You get home, you eat all these things that make you feel ugh. afterward. You're like, why did I do that? And then, you know, sometimes the next day you're like, gosh, I need to, you know, eat a little less tomorrow because, you know, I just ate so much when I got home. So that could like, be a whole nother thing as well. Just like how that affects you. That can create like a really bad binge eating cycle when you're not eating adequately throughout the day. Um, which of course, like with binge eating, we did a talk. We, I know we already did an episode on this, as you guys know, like, I mean, that can lead to depression. It can lead to like severe eating disorders. And that's something you just never, ever want to like associate yourself with or going to fall into that habit. Um, but eating throughout the day can help, you know, versus instead of eating, you know, not eating until dinner time and just drink, living off coffee, you know, have a meal, you know, we're going to kind of go over this as well as like, you know, have even snacks throughout the day, or, you know, try to do balanced meals throughout the day. When you eat throughout the day, you are not going to, you are like 99% less likely to binge later on in the night, because again, you've been fueled with, you know, food and calories and nutrients as well. And you just feel like satisfied throughout your day. Like when you eat constantly and fuel your body constantly, you don't feel like you're so hungry that you could just eat whatever's in front of you. And typically that's what happened is you like, let yourself get so hungry to the point where you're just so busy and go, 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 that you just ignore eating or ignore your hunger. And then by the time, you know, you get off work or whatever it is, is over that you were doing, um, or that you were busy with, you are absolutely starving. And then you just go to the kitchen and find whatever you could find. And I have a really great example of this because I have a client who, when she first started with me, um, you know, she, like her biggest issue was she, she's a nurse. So she would work 12 hour shifts and she said she would go like her whole shift without eating. And I'm like, that's just crazy. Um, as much as she's moving and like, you know, moving people around and how much she's doing and like on her feet that whole time, I'm like, and her biggest struggle was binge eating on fast food on her way home. She would just order like five things off the menu and just eat them all like on her way home. And I'm like, that's like exactly like what that's like exactly a prime example of like why that happens is because you're going all day without eating and your body is like, I need whatever food is available to me as quickly as possible. So of course, on her way home, the first thing that's available to her is fast food. So like, that's what she's going to go for. Um, and that's what she's going to crave because that's what she, her body is used to doing and is in that habit. And so we've been working together for like three months now. And she's like out of that habit of stopping to get fast food. And which is so great because she's like, it's so crazy. Like I don't have these cravings and I can go through a fast food restaurant and not want to order everything on the menu. And I can just order, you know, one thing that maybe I wanted, or I can order my son some food and just feel like I can just wait till I get home to get my food that I had prepped for the week um, or prep for her dinner or whatever it might be. Um, but that's a great example of like, you need to feel your body properly. That's going to help you break those toxic habits that you're creating um, in your life. And that's how you're going to be able to like get away from that. So that's just a, a prime example there. Yeah, no, I love that example because again, it just shows like you're again, as we talked about earlier, your metabolism is adaptive. So when you start eating adequately and more frequently, like you're, again, it's going to adapt. You're going to start feeling hungry throughout the day. Like I, I know like me and Courtney are like, every few hours like we have to eat <laughs> and our clients who have worked with us for a long time they're that same way it's so funny they'll like voice memo me or text me like 
girl, I had my meeting got pushed late. I'm like three hours not eating and I am so hangry, you know? So it's like, it's a good thing when you start to notice you're more hungry throughout the day versus going, you know, say on a 12 hour shift of not eating. Like that's honestly like such a huge win. Um, and again, you're going to really notice how much, not only like you're going to notice like, wow, I'm not having to binge on fast food, but also how much better you feel. Like if you're a nurse or anyone who, you know, any type of job like that, where you're only 12 hours, like you need energy and you need fuel to keep going. So just like really, really important. That's like an awesome, awesome example, like a real life example as well. Um, and I feel like too, sometimes you guys, you know, you guys might be listening to something like, well, how do I know if I'm eating adequately? <laughs> and honestly, like, it's so different for each person. Obviously every single, like we've worked with hundreds of women. And, I mean, every single plan is different. So obviously like to go in the details, it'd be so dependent per individual, but like, you know, we want to put some just like general, you know, things together for you guys just to kind of help you like see making sure you're eating adequately. Um, but also to something of we just want to like touch on a little bit is water intake as well. <laughs> um, you know, water is important, just as important as eating. Um, and just with water, like, you know, everyone's different in terms of like how much they should drink. But I like, I think like a good, like just for giving general advice, a hundred ounces of water daily. Um, and I feel like too, like water bottles make it so easy to get that in these days. Like literally, like if you have a 60 ounce water bottle, okay, I fill this up once, drink it. You know, if you fill it up again, boom, you're, you're already going over your, um, water goal. So that's like a really good way to have a water bottle to like refill. So I just want to touch on that a little bit. Um, cause water is so important, <laughs> but also just with balanced meals. So um, like I said, this is just very general advice, but this is very helpful as well. Um, because most people aren't eating three to four balanced meals a day. I would say most people are maybe eating one, one meal and typically are snacking on, you know, like, like Courtney said earlier, little chips or things that are easy to grab. So, you know, I would, I say like, if you're someone who's listening to this and you're like, well, where do I start? <laughs> um, and you know, if you're doing this on your own, Again, you want to go back to the basics, breakfast, lunch, dinner, um, and, and prioritizing that and, st and sticking to that, you know, and we, when we say balanced meals, you know, in general, again, we want to think, okay, what's my protein source, you know, with protein, that's, you know, eggs, chicken, um, fish, you know, protein shakes, there's tons of sources there, those are the general, um, a complex carb source, so a carb is going to give you energy, you know, potatoes are great, sweet potatoes, um, whole grain breads, and things like that, um, and then also your nutrients, you want to think veggies, fruits. So every meal you think, okay, where's my protein source? What's my carb source? What's my veggie or fruit source or both? Um, and then of course you want to keep your healthy fats in. So people sometimes look, think peanut butter is a bad food because, oh, it has so much fat, but we actually need those healthy fats. This, this could be like a whole other <laughs> call. Um, I feel like we've said that a million times, but this topic just goes so in so many different directions here. Um, but you want to think like, you know, healthy fats. So like natural peanut butter, almonds, cashews, peanuts, um, avocados, things like that. So you need these foods. And, um, you know, like you'll probably hear us talk about a million times, like every macronutrient has its specific function for our bodies. But like I said, I know this is kind of long winded here, but just like when you think of a balanced meal, you want to think, where's my protein source? Where's my complex carb source? What's my fat source here? And what type of nutrients can I get in fruits or veggies? This, again, this is very general advice, but I feel that's like always a good place to start just having like a normal breakfast, lunch and dinner. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and with balanced meals, like definitely it, it gets easier over time, the more that you like prioritize these things. So like uh, initially when you first start getting like started and trying to build like more amount balanced meals and like trying to remind yourself to eat more often throughout your day. Um, the best way to do this is going to be like planning out your food or your eating like ahead of time, which we tell our clients probably this 
every single week um, in their check-ins. Like this is the way to be most successful with hitting your nutritional goals is by planning, preparing. So like if it's meal prepping, it doesn't even necessarily have to be meal prepping for your week. Like you could just meal prep for a couple of days or you could just get meals ready. Like as you, you know, go throughout your days, like if you want to cook every night um, and, and you get food ready for your next day, like you could do that as well, or just simple, easy meals to be able to do that. Um, and with obviously getting water in water, is super important. Um, like I have this like 50 ounce water bottle sitting right next to me right now. Um, and this is, I drink three of these a day trying to get like one 150 ounces of water in a day. But if I didn't have this sitting next to me, it wouldn't be something that I would remember to do because I'm busy working on my computer. Um, and so I keep this next to me. So that way I'm like constantly, I see it and it's right there and I can just continue to drink it. So that's the best way of getting liquid water in is just to make sure that it's with you constantly having a water bottle with you everywhere you go. I take it with me in the car. I take it, you know, anywhere that I go into the gym, things like that. Um, but yeah, so that is basically all that we had for you guys. Um, I think this was a really good, short, sweet to the point topic that we wanted to kind of just touch on is, you know, under eating and how it affects you, um, for your overall like goals in terms of weight loss or body goals, but also how it can affect you on, you know, the psychological and behavior side of things. And they all kind of go hand in hand together. Um, you know, essentially. So if we're under eating, that also affects our psychological health, our brain, um, our hormones, our hormones play a role into our mood and things like that too. Um, and our decision-making and the things that we do or self-confidence, our self-esteem, our depression, anxiety. Like I can't tell you how many times I've had clients come to me with depression and anxiety and how much it's improved just by improving their activity level and their nutrition. Um, it makes a big difference. It's obviously not the cure, um, for everything, but it is going to, I don't know of anyone that improving their nutrition and improving their exercise has made their life worse. Um, essentially like it always makes everyone's life better and makes them feel good and allows them to perform and just live their life better, which is ultimately what we want for you. Like we want you to live your life better. We want you to feel better. Um, and we want to ultimately help you reach your, you know, body goals and things like that as well, or lose weight. Um, so again, our, our point of, these episodes that we do is to help educate you and to teach you on all the things that you need to know related to, you know, your health and your body goals and fitness in general. Um, so Hannah, do you want to add anything else to that before we go? No, I think we covered it again. This was a great topic, um, because it's just something that's so overlooked yet such a common issue. And just remember with fitness, a lot of people still think, you know, we need to eat like a bird or less is best. And it's actually the very opposite. So, um, I mean, most, I mean, I would say all of us, like we're, we all seem like we eat so much because you know, have to eat adequately. So, um, I, we're just trying to get that message out there. You know, that fitness is not under eating in an unhealthy living, a healthy lifestyle should be just that, you know, healthy. And like Courtney said, you know, and this is something, you know, I talk about literally every single day. Like I feel so many common health, like complications could be avoided if a healthier lifestyle was practiced. Um, I can't express that enough. So that's why, again, what you'll probably hear us talking a lot about nutrition and things like that, but, um, but no, that's really all we had. We hope, you know, you guys found this helpful. And if you aren't yet, you should definitely follow us on social media. Um, we are always trying to give, you know, tons of education and insight in terms of eating adequately and just, you know, advice just for every aspect of your fitness journey. So, um, 
you should definitely follow our Instagram page. We always like to give our tags so you guys can follow us. Um, so our Instagram page um, is team under, yeah, team underscore PPF underscore. And then my Instagram, Hannah, is uh, Polly Pocket underscore fitness. And then Courtney, I always have you give yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my Instagram handle is ccorn, so C-C-O-R-N. 2013 underscore fit life. Um, and so yes, make sure to follow us on social media, always sharing education on there as well. Um, we will be making a Instagram for our podcast as well. So make sure to follow that when we have that, which we'll put, um, in our, you know, upcoming episodes. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining us. And if you ever have any questions um, or need anything at all, feel free to always message us, um, drop a review here, um, make sure to share on your stories as well and tag us because we would love to, you know, just see that you're getting something out of these episodes and enjoying them. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining and we will talk to you soon. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.